Hey guys, I'm Lance. And I'm Kayla. We are the Jaded Roses, and this is our Broken Mirror. Where we dive deep down and take a really good look at ourselves, each other, and everything around us. Let's just hope we don't get any glass lodged somewhere unseemly. Actually, right before you called for us to start recording, I had stumbled upon a list written by, uh, I was about to say BuzzFeed, written by Rotten Tomatoes staff. Oh, okay. That ranks the 10 scariest movies of all time. Ooh, okay. All right. And as I was going through the list, I realized that over half of them we have watched together. (laughs) Maybe not over half, but a good majority we've watched together. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in general, we have seen all of these. I also feel like we would have a lot of thoughts. We could probably uh, show Rotten Tomatoes a thing or two. Okay. You can do that. Okay, so tell me. So, okay, so how are we starting this? Are you going to read top to uh, bottom to I'm, top? I'm gonna go. Or? I'm gonna go bottom to top. Cause okay, so this will be number ten. Number okay. ten is the 2017 classic remake of It. Number ten. Number ten. Wow. I will say that most of these are fairly modern, which I both like and dislike. Yeah, we can talk about that too. I will say first that chapter one did a much better job on the scare department than chapter two did yes but i also feel like the scare i should say the the outright scare it did a better job than chapter two did the because chapter two is all about the dread yeah they they know what's coming they do and i think that's why it's not as scary too is because like it's very existential it's not oh my god that's a scary thing that just happened yeah that's something unusual that I don't usually see that's happening to me right now. And yeah, so I, okay, I like chapter one. It's not that I don't like oh, chapter yes. one, but I, I don't know if, I'm trying to think if it would be in my top 10 scary, but I don't get scared scared. So I, I like think, the I, theme of yeah, it Yeah, I think it would be in my, it might be in my top 10 best. Yeah. But when, what, when you, when you press me for scary. Yeah. I think that's my My list name. tends to get really weird. Because yeah. what what scares me is different from like I can I can watch a horror movie and be like, Oh, that was that was really, really good. I wasn't yeah. scared, but that was really that good. That was fascinating, yeah. Because I truly feel like horror is meant to be a genre, a lot like comedy, in that it's supposed to explore parts of humanity. It's not meant yeah. to scare. It yeah. is meant to explore the dark parts of humanity. Yeah, and I think that's why um, it's not technically a scare. It's more so scary as a thought process that this is reality. I think that's what's scary about it. And It Chapter 1, for me, it does have some pretty good jump scares, I'm not gonna lie. But overall, it's very much just the thought of, like, these children are being thrown against this celestial being Mm -hmm. for all they know that has no origin story has no motive Mm -hmm. he just wants to and they are fighting it yeah i mean i see that as like a metaphor for life because children are raised a certain way and when they're let out in the world you just you're faced with the world and you're like there's there's no rhyme or reason to this it just is and now i have to navigate it yeah i think my thing is um 
I like it as one of the newer ones, movies in general for horror. I do think I like it. I just don't, I, I think why I'm hesitant is because I don't know the rest of the list. So I don't know what right. we're comparing it against. No, yeah. We'll definitely look at the list as so, a whole as well. But yeah, think, along the way, we're going to talk think, about Yeah, each one. I think for me, it would be um, maybe borderline um, for a top 10. Like, I could see, okay. I think it would depend like my mood. Overall, it's a fantastic movie. Definitely one of my tops, but I'm not. I'm not sure. I would. It will be interesting too if at the end of this we can each come up with ten for ours. Oh yeah. And so, um, I'm I'm gonna be trying to, but I will say that yeah. like as I said before, it really like depends on my mood, my yeah. mindset, and everything. When I'm yeah. talking about scares, like I can always recognize when a movie is good. Yes. But you can be a good horror movie without outright scaring. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if I would clarify. If we're, if the movie genre we're kind of leaning towards for this list is more so on scares or is it more so on as a general genre, that's what it's going to be depending on, like, how I'm listing mine. Yeah. And I'll also say that I know it won't surprise you. I've mentioned it to you before, but to everyone listening, I have entertained the thought multiple times of writing essays, particularly about horror movies, because I truly believe that there are different types of horror. There's the cheap horror that everybody's familiar with and seems to expect when they go into something that's labeled as scary or horror. And that's the jump scares. That's the, the quiet moments. And then all of a sudden there's a spike in music and somebody jumps out from behind the wall. Yeah. And that doesn't get points from me. That's not, that's not what I'm after. Yeah, I was going to say... I want you... I don't want you to make me afraid of the dark. I want you to tell me why I'm afraid of the dark. Yeah. I want you to tell me the origin of the nature of darkness. That kind of exploration is what I need. Yeah. And I think that's it. It's just like, I I think that's what I'm saying. Like, for me right now, it's borderline. I could see it... Mm. How about this? I can see it being in someone else's top ten for sure. Right. No doubts about that. If it's like, you told me like 9 out of 10 people have it from 2017 in their top 5 of the horror genre, I would say, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It, yeah. Because it is a very well done. Very well done. Introduction to it. Extremely. It, superb. I love it. But we will continue. Okay. What's the next one? Number 9 is 2010's mm. Insidious. Oh! <gasps> Which also is very good and has some really good scares. It did have a couple of good scares. And um, actually the only one I already remember being scared by is um, when the red face came behind uh, and the grandmother saw it. Night Owl. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's the only part I'm like, that that part scared because I didn't expect Patrick to have someone right behind him. Uh, What is his name? Yeah, his name's Patrick. What's his, what's his but what's his last name? Patrick. Patrick. I used to know his name. It doesn't I, matter. Yeah, I can see him. I can, but I yep. can't think of the. Last I can name. see him. I can see Night Owl. I can yeah. see his character in Insidious. Yeah. I can see his character in Hard Candy, but I don't know his Oof. fucking name. Yeah, uh, but he's such a good yes. actor. He is, he's a very good actor. Very good. Um, actor. so Insidious was probably the first modern horror movie that dealt with explicitly supernatural things that i truly enjoyed Hmm. okay 
Like, I enjoy the hell out of Insidious. Insidious is definitely one of the horror films that I'm able to put on because I'm so comfortable with it for the most part that I could put on mm. in the background for myself. I think it's I think overall is a very well done because also you can see um like in clothing and everything how also like as the um, time goes on you can see them getting grayer and grayer like they're losing color mm-hmm. inside themselves and everything. That one I can I have that in my top ten for sure. Oh, so yes. that one, I, I will say that's that's definitely my top ten. May be in my top five, but it's definitely definitely top ten. Definitely top ten. That's um, a fantastic. I will movie. also say for the rest of my life, it has scarred me from anything that includes the song dancing and the tulips. Oh, see, I that did not I, scar me. It it just did. Like, like is that because of the kid or that, the song? If I had heard that any any other point in my life, anything because the first time I heard it was in the movie. It was on Spongebob? I'm, I'm going to be clear. What do you mean? Like, they you may have had a clip on Spongebob. They had it on Spongebob. Wait, what episode? It, yeah, it's on, because like the background of the... That's, that's on Spongebob. That's why everyone was making memes about it. It okay. was like... No, I got, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So it didn't affect me like that. Oh, see, it just made me laugh. I, and I don't, I don't think it was explicitly the kid either. I think, that would have scared me because it's a I kid. I think the context of it, because I knew I was in a scary movie. I'd already been scared. Oh, okay, okay. And so to hear it, I was just like, that is the most unsettling shit. And see, that's why I didn't even recognize it. Yeah. Because it's all about context. And SpongeBob, I'm not I'm not worried about being scared when I'm watching SpongeBob. That's true. But like when I'm watching when I watched Insidious, especially for that first time, I was like, this is the most unsettling song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I want to vomit. <laughs> that's fair. I think if it wasn't on SpongeBob, because I think the other one with um the red face is also SpongeBob. Um, like related. I mean, SpongeBob had a feature at some point, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think if it, if I did not have that association, I could see why like it's totally like that's unnerving. The sound related to the see, image. That's, I think that's one of the things about my brain. It's and I know that like a lot of people say they're context driven, but like I legitimately did not realize that those were the same songs because yeah. of the context. That's fair. I think that's great though because that shows um, how good the movie is to your point too that you. Did not even for you know everyone else was far for say SpongeBob. Yeah, just simply from the atmosphere of the film, I was yeah. like, "This is unsettling." But like, if I saw it on SpongeBob, be like, "Yeah, that's yeah, it's kooky." That's SpongeBob. Okay, so I'm okay with this one being number nine. Like again, top ten related. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Okay. So far, I'm not surprised by these two. Right. Um. I also will say that, like, because of a lot of them are really recent, it seems like they're trying to pander, but. Yeah. That's a different conversation. Number eight mm-hmm. is 2012's Sinister. Ha. Huh. With Ethan Hawke. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> that noise. I don't know. <laughs> okay. How, how do you feel about Sinister? I will say when I first watched Sinister, mm-hmm. and I've since watched a few reviews on it. I actually watched, um, I think it's, his name is Ryan Hollinger on YouTube. He does a lot of horror reviews. Okay. He did a whole video on Sinister, and I agree with him that like the setup for it was really good. They went in with a really good premise. Yeah. But then dropped the ball. I feel like yeah. 
it went completely off whatever rails they had established. It would and not it be in my top the ten movie for me. I was to no, say definitely no, not. Definitely not a top ten. I don't know what it's doing. I they had a great honestly, premise. Honestly, if we're if we're wanting to stay with Ethan Hawke, I would rather put The Purge on my top ten. Well, yes. Well, see, my at thing- least The Purge has an honest background, and it's a home invasion movie. Yes, because like with Aiden Hogg, I don't think it was on him. It was literally something right no, 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 behind the screen. I don't know yeah. what he if he did anything because I know he's very active in being behind the screen too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he had anything to do with it directly. But I do think it was just the way it was um, done in general. Like I think they had the raw ideas, but then how they decided to execute it was not. Yeah, I done feel right. like it fell. I think it fell into the. There's like a general trope, I guess, a negative. Yeah trope of you start off a story really well you can carry it really well and then when it gets to like the climax and after your brain just goes and that's what i feel like happened because they had the potential for such a good story they really and it was so good for a long time and then like as soon as they introduce the ghost it's like i don't know what to do with this yeah and that's why i'm saying like i don't I think that's why I'm like, I don't, that's a movie I put on when I want to go to sleep and want peaceful sleep. Because I think I actually fell asleep the first time I watched it. Yeah, I mean, I've tried watching it a few times. I just get so bored because it's just, it's one of those that like I've had to watch in pieces. Yeah. So for that one, definitely not in my top 10. Don't know who decided this list was top 10. No, I think, I think what they're going off of. Yeah. is jump scares at this point because it you have like him coming out of the projector yeah for insidious you have him behind patrick's head that was for such good. sinister you have like them coming out of the projector again yeah. like I, I i see what they're doing but jump scares aren't scary. that's not yeah that's not me. <laughs> uh, you're talking me. to people who are depressed as all hell we need something better you need true sicko here um okay so what's next so num number seven. seven, yes, is this is the first oldie, Uh-oh. the nineteen seventy eight classic mm-hmm. Halloween. Okay, honestly, yeah, of all the quote unquote classics, probably my least favorite. It's I know not, that's like yeah. a controversial opinion. I, I'm not a huge Halloween fan. <laughs> I don't think I would consider myself a fan. I like it. But I, I will give it this. Yeah. I do know because especially after whatever the name of that fucking documentary was, I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, it's a documentary about horror in America. I've oh, talked okay. about it with you before. Yeah, you've talked about it with me before. Yeah. I'm gonna find it and then I'm gonna make sure that I say the right title. But um, it explores horror throughout the decades in America and how horror is and i truly do believe this it is very much a product of whatever time has made it yeah because we as a society have different fears based on what's going on specifically like politically yes exactly so you have things like when day of the dead came out very first george a romero film that got any traction god rest his soul we were very much in a consumerist thing. And so the reason he made zombies was because that's how we acted. We acted as if everything that was put in front of us was something that we needed. Yeah, that's true. And so even though he has, I'm pretty sure in that documentary, they actually interview him, that he says that's not what his intention was. But like the, the symbolism is so clear. 
yeah. even without the artist needing to say that that's what it is. Yeah. And then you have like the 70s, how we had a shift from the the outside threat, the other threat from the 50s and 60s because of the Red Scare, the Vietnam War, yeah. all that other, or Korean War because Vietnam was 60s, 70s. We had a much more from home threat. You had the, the, the resurgence or not resurgence, but the emergence of home invaders, the 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 lone slashers, because we had the actual murderers like Ted Bundy, who looks and acts like one of us, you know, hacked up all these people. Yeah. So horror in and of itself has to be a product of the time that made it in order for it to be any sort of good. Yeah, I think it's because it's, it's largely based on what that generation is facing. And I think it's also depending on like who is facing it together too because each generation is going to react to the same situation differently right i'm trying really hard to find this i know it was on amazon for the longest time the name of it is nightmares in red white and blue oh okay that makes sense very 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 good documentary came out in 2009 I watched it in college. So there was a, a time where I watched like a lot of documentaries because it was like right after that that I watched that almost four hour documentary on Nightmare on Elm Street accidentally. I told you about that. Yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, they go through every Nightmare, bef- nightmare f- Before Elm Street. Tim Burton, get out of my head. <laughs> I was just saying Nightmare Before nightmare Elm on, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. And talk about like just how challenging it was to make it. And Yeah. It's also, they also address that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is like the most accidentally gay movie in history. <laughs> I love accidentally gay things. If you've watched it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I See, that's the thing I'm sorry so far about. I need, I'm wondering if it's higher up. I would think Nightmare on Elm Street's on here on this list but yeah halloween i i would i could see again this is one of those nine out of ten if you told me nine out of ten people put this in the top ten i wouldn't be surprised yeah but it's not in mine not in mine personally exactly i do get the appeal though i think i think for like lone slashers Mm -hmm. i either need supernatural or a personality yeah and like I get that Michael got supernatural later. Yeah. But for the first, that's not enough for no. me. So like with Friday the thirteenth, it's actually his mom and you like she explains why mm-hmm. she's doing it. Yeah. And then for like Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's fucking fantastic. He's sarcastic and he kills people. Like what <laughs> Me. Me. And then <laughs> You have the Charles Lee Ray. You have Chucky, who's nothing but personality because he's a fucking doll. See, like, we've listed so many other... We're listing so many other movies that we could put in place of just Halloween alone. Oh, yes. So, I think we'll be okay in listing our top ten. Yeah. Uh, So, okay. So, we have Halloween as number seven. So, what's number six? Right. Number six, which I entirely disagree with. I'm going to say right out before I even say it. Love it. Their number six is 2002's Mm. The Ring. Okay. Are you disagreeing because it's in the top ten? Um, I will disagree because I get that the premise is scary, but I don't... Do you not think that The Rain is a good movie? Ooh! This is such a compl- No, this is such a complicated question. Okay. Like... <laughs> I love that it's now sounding like we're in the middle of a breakup. <laughs> right, no. it It isn't bad. No, it's not. I will never say that The Ring is bad. Are you trying to say that it's actually, like middle of the road? 
I actually own the ring. Okay. So it's not bad. Of, of course, I also own Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. And I'm sorry, Guillermo, but that movie's hot dumpster fire. Yeah. But I bought that one without seeing it because it had Del Toro's name on it. <laughs> that's that's fair, though. Because I want to support Guillermo Del Toro, even if I don't like what he's putting out. But The Ring, even at the time that I watched it, did not scare me. It has never struck me as a scary horror film. It has struck me as a mystery. Why a mystery? Because you want to know what happened. Like, it's, it's, I get that, like, people are dying. Yeah. There's a videotape that I mean, kills it's a curse, people. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, that's spicy. That's fucking spicy. And I'm sure, <laughs> like, when it originally came out in Japan, yeah. that was just, like, hitting home. What? I'm I'm sure of it. By the time it made it to us, you know, videos were done. But, like, we still knew what they were. Yeah, I mean, it was only 2002. But, right. So, and I think the DVD craze started in, like, 01, 02. Yeah, like I mean, it had just started. Like, we were still buying VHS at the time because we right. couldn't no. afford DVDs. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not saying that I was, like, disconnected from it. But, yeah. like, it was just a little too late getting to us. It would have been more impactful. Well, by the time it got to us, if that was still, like, the mainstream way of watching movies. You know what I'm saying? I guess so, but my thing is, like, 2001 and uh, 2002 time, that was still, like, the reason why I say that is because, like, we were still buying VHS to a degree at that point, and it wasn't, like, that oh, far yeah, removed from It us? was still, like, no, it, and it's not, like, super far removed. No. I'm I'm definitely not saying that. I well, wasn't see, I don't even because I even like I grew up white trash. I don't even think we had a DVD player yeah. at all in the house till like oh five or oh six. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we had one until like my middle school age time. But see, I also didn't come into my own with horror until I kinda got to that. Oh. Like, the only exception to that is Scream. Because for whatever reason, my mom was okay with me owning Scream as a VHS. I remember holding it in my hand. Huh. But, like, the thing with The Ring is... Because, like, even now, if it, if it was... If it had come out in, in today's age yeah. instead, and it was based on a DVD, I yeah. still don't think I would see it as something scary to be feared. I, since the first time I saw it, was just like... Okay, but why is she doing this? Like, oh, I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't even be in the moment like, scared because I'm like, why is this girl doing this? Well, okay. Why? What happened to her? Well, do you do you feel like you understood it after the movie was done? Here's where I'm gonna put in some real honesty. Oh boy, this gonna get deep, guys. <laughs> I do feel. I do feel like I understand it. There are certain points in the movie that I know inalienably are part of the movie. Yeah. But I'll also say that the scary movie franchise has confused me on other bits of the movie. Yes. Okay. So I should probably rewatch it. I'm going. I'm going to admit. Okay. Maybe if I rewatch it, I will feel differently. I was gonna say it it's, is. It is the season. Yeah. So I'll look into it. I will say um, the rain for me in the top ten definitely. Honestly, okay. I love it. Um, I found the movie soon after um, it was released. Like, not immediately after, but it was like probably two years within after that that I officially saw it and loved it. It's definitely aged, but I guess for me, like, when I thought about it for the time that it was, like, for a old cabin to still have only VHSs, that made sense to me. Mm -hmm. Especially since it was... um in the middle of nowhere and stuff like that. So for me, it was like, yeah, this makes sense in this way. 
I don't think it's outrageous. Honestly, now, because I've rewatched it since moving to Washington, I think, if anything, they made it rain far too often for so heavy. <laughs> we get rain, but we don't get <laughs> okay. that heavy all the time. Like, who are you? <laughs> you sure? Because Twilight says you do. I know. Everyone says we do. We don't. <laughs> we get rain, but it's not that heavy. Like, they always make it so heavy. Short tangent that reminds me of a comedian that I found on Facebook. Yeah. That I've started following. And he was at um, Arizona giving a show. Yeah. And it was like, you know, Arizona's like racism's test lab. You know, y'all are y'all are the first to like come up with a law like anti-immigration, anti-this, anti-that. And then if it works here, Mississippi's like, oh, we can do that? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A little bit of political humor for y'all. Okay. So I, I agree with the rain. Uh, in top 10 and i will revisit it i might feel differently well again next you could, episode you i will be, update y'all you could be the one out of 10 that doesn't and that's okay um, and i'm fine because that makes me special oh boy next one <laughs> so what's this one number four or five 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 okay number five is 1974's hmm. texas chainsaw massacre Ooh. Okay. which i actually i don't i don't think i agree with the placement but i do agree on its place in the top 10 that makes sense yes okay so it's not the exact number you would put it as but it's within the top 10 for no, no. sure because if you watch it especially now yeah. it's not that scary but no. like you do have a lot of kills that take place in broad daylight yeah which is not something we have anymore which is great and the other thing is that and i wanted when i saw this on the list i was like we have to talk about framing and it's almost as big as marketing the opening scene to texas chainsaw massacre frames it as a true story yes yeah which goes a long way not so much anymore because so many movies have framed it as a true story well that's also clearly not well a lot of a lot of things now are also insane so it's like sometimes it's like when those come out sometimes like at a calm place in society and you're like no, this is crazy, man. Not gonna happen. Not even close to something. And then, like, you come into us, like, let's say October 2020. And, <laughs> you know, you put something like that in front of us, and then we're like, you know what? At this point, yeah, that could really happen. <laughs> okay, so this one. I agree with it being in the locale. I do not agree with it being, you know, so high or in the top five. I don't yeah. agree with it being in the top five. I think as a premise starting point, I think it's really good for a baseline. I don't like certain of the ones I've seen of it mm. since that one. But I, I can see why it would be in other people's top ten. I don't know yeah, if it would be in mine. It be is very shocking. Yes. <laughs> like, if you're not prepared for it, it, it will throw you for a loop. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes, a few scenes from different ones of a the few series. Yeah, I know. But I've seen um, from the series of movies, I've seen a few different clips yeah, no. of it. And it's especially just... like, I think the beginning, the, the prequel gets really fucking dark. As I say, I think I watched the prequel. And so I think I watched that one. And I'll I also watched... say, I think it was the 04 remake. Yeah. was actually one of the better remakes, in my opinion. See, I can't think of... I'm trying to remember if that's the one that I watched. It was very good, if so. Um, so uh, spo- spoiler alert, I'm yeah. just trying to make her remember. It's the one with the the girl pulls the gun out of her cooch. God, you would think I would remember that. You should have. Yeah, I don't remember that. See, the one I'm thinking of that's newer, I don't know which one it is, 
um, so spoil alert again, is um, she kind of gets uh, encircled by the sheriff and some men in town. Okay. And she's hung in like a warehouse, it looks like. And like they rip her pants off and it looks like she's about to get raped. Right. So I don't know which that one, that one is, but that's yeah, how I'm I not sure which that. one that is. But yeah, that's yeah, I know. I know that's going to be a huge turnoff. Yeah. So like now we'll say the the most I think it's the most recent one. Yeah. With. Is it the one with the T.I.? Is that the one that's in it? It's just like Texas Chainsaw? I think so. Maybe. Um, I'm not sure That was that. a hot steaming pile of dumpster fire. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I guess for the set 1970s one, it's definitely one of those where I think it's going to be borderline for me. Yeah, no. That one specifically, the 74 yeah. original, it, it came out at the exact perfect time. Yeah. That, and that's why it's a classic. And that, I think that's why I'm saying, like, for me, I think it would be one of those borderline ones. I don't think because it's a classic, I'm going to put it up there just because I do yeah. believe there's We're not stuff. hipsters. We're not going to be like, yeah. Exactly. I'm not about that life. Okay, so we're at number... I nicked myself open on a bottle. Smooth. I only knew because I touched my finger and it hurt and there's blood. Uh, yeah you did that then <laughs> right okay so we're at number four number four and again i agree with it being in the top 10 i don't think i would put it in my top five All but right. 1980s Ooh. the shining by stanley kubrick huh, okay which for the record stephen king has come public and said that it is one of his least favorite adaptations Yes. Which I can get from his perspective. Yeah. But for Stanley Kubrick taking it and making it his own, it came out real nice. Again, it's one of those classics where I think it's for me, um, borderline maybe. Yeah. Where I'm not. It, just I mean, it's definitely classic, up there. Yeah, just because it's a classic doesn't mean it's going to be in my personal top 10. And I think that's where that one stands. I didn't. I remember a lot of people wanting to watch it. I finally watched it in college. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I didn't see what the big fuss was about. I'm going to be honest. I mean, and honestly, I um, feel like that's all of Kubrick's work. That, like, if you weren't there yeah. when it came out, you're just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think that was part of it. And then, like, I know reading up on the actress who starred in the movie, um, that mm-hmm. was really up unsettling. The things they would do to her on the set to kind of, like, scare her. Yeah, because I think Kubrick would, like, regularly inflict psychological harm he on would. the actor for Danny and the actress for yes, Wendy. Yes, exactly. And that's why I'm saying, like, I think based on that and then the fact that I, I saw it and I said, eh, I think that's why I'm like, eh, I can see it. I I think it can be very good. Of, it ruined a life. Uh, so that's why right. for me it's, like, not definitely not one of the ones where I'm like, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> definitely that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Um. As far as Kubrick's films go, just because we're on it, because it's his. Yeah. I honestly, I know this might get me added. Um, I'm going to try real hard next episode to not get any ats. Okay. Uh, I actually much prefer uh, Full Metal Jacket to The Shining. Okay. Actually, I've heard a lot of people say that. Full Metal Jacket is just, it. I feel like it is, I mean, it's dramatized because it's Kubrick and that's all he really knows how to do. Yeah. But it is a very, very good look into the descent of war and what it does to people. Yeah, that's valid. Whereas I also feel that The Shining, because, I mean, especially now being basically cooped up in my apartment by myself, my only outlet being work and now this podcast, I I feel for Jack. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, 
I'll also say that before, right before we move on, yeah, The Shining, Kubrick's The Shining is one of the most quotable movies like ever made. That's true. That's very true. You have the "Here's Johnny" meme. It's been literally everywhere. Um, but then me being me, I always quote his line to Wendy, where he's like, "I'm not gonna hurt ya. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm bash them right the fuck in." <laughs> and that's that's just me. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't think, uh, for me personally, not in my top 10. I can see why it's in a lot of people's top 10. Definitely. I mean, it is an iconic movie. So, like, Um, so far. I feel like I would, I don't, I don't think I would put it in my scariest. No. Top 10. Definitely Best top 10, maybe. I don't know if I would put it in my best top 10 before. Okay, but we are um, giving out medals now. The bronze medal Uh goes to 2013's The Conjuring. I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with this exact <gasps> placing. Exact. Okay. Placing. I don't okay. I don't know about number three is all I'm gonna say. Okay. But I will say to this day, yeah. you know how many times I've watched that movie. Yeah. It's probably upwards of thirty times. Oh, over that for me, yeah. But every fucking time that bitch is on top of the wardrobe, I jump. And I, I know it's coming every time because I've <laughs> seen it thirty goddamn times. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> And it makes me jump. I don't know what it is about James Wan and his vision that he has for things, but it's it's the bitch on top of the wardrobe <laughs> and the crooked man in number two. Oh, I just, I can't. The crooked man makes me just shrink. I feel so fucking small when I watch that scene. Oh, I, I feel the same. <laughs> I feel the same. I'm so short. I am so excited for number three, by oh, the way. Yes. I'm re- I was ready yesterday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so good as a series so far, honestly. Yes. The expanded universe, we could take a leave. Yeah. Annabelle can suck a wooden cock. Yeah. But The Conjuring itself it's has good. just spot on. Like, I can feel the energy that everybody brings to that team. Yeah. And I love it. I think I would put, I think for me, Conjuring would definitely be in top 10. So like I, I mean, oh yeah, definitely top ten. Yeah, most most likely in the top five. Yeah, but I don't know if I agree with Third. number three specifically. Okay, well, so far it's kind of like mixed. So far we've had a couple of like yeah, and then some people like I don't know about this. So what's the next one? Number two. I I feel I feel very confident in this one. Okay, um, it's one that you have watched recently. Okay, number two, the silver medal goes to twenty eighteen's. Hereditary. Oh my god! I love this movie! Which I do agree with. I think... I don't think it is the scariest movie I've ever watched, but it makes me rethink so much about my life. So much. I... See, okay. I think what I love about it is... um, Because for me, one of the things always that hits differently is when um, it's a family-related movie. And Mm -hmm. um, in this one, like, you saw it from... Because, like, Annie was a mom and a daughter. So you saw, like, both realms of her handling the situation and um i really resonate with it in a lot of ways so yeah i would yeah definitely definitely i don't know if i could say it enough phrase like i've only seen it once and i loved it like i didn't have any questions at the end i knew what happened i understood everything i was like Mm -hmm. yes this is great it is most definitely in my top five yeah 
I would hazard to wager it's in my top three. I can't specifically say it's number two. I would say but, it's Oh three. my God. Yeah. It has, it has made me rethink so much of my life and how I've tackled it that like, that's what a horror movie's supposed to do. It's yeah. supposed to make you sit there and go, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're good on number two. Number two, we both like, Yes. Okay, so what's number one then? Gold. It should surprise literally no one. If you know anything about the horror genre, especially media's writing about the horror genre. Is this coming midsummer? No. Oh, okay. I wish it was. Midsummer didn't even make the list, which makes me sad. Huh. But Midsummer's also not super scary. But no. I'll wait till you watch that, and then yeah. we'll we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, you know the just. You know what? I'm a, I'm gonna get you to guess it. How about that? I'm gonna guess. Let's make it, it interesting. I'm gonna guess it. So, okay. No, I'm. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk you through it. Okay. So, All right. if you pick any person, yeah, that's let's go thirty or over. Right. Thirty or over. Okay. If they said, if you went up to them and said, name the most iconic horror movie, what would they say? That's that was supposed to help me. When you when you think about groundbreaking horror movies, groundbreaking. Oh shit. Yeah, and it's older. It's it's not within the past twenty years. Uh, what is it, Evil Dead? I wish it was, but it's not. Okay, um, that was literally my first guess. Okay. <laughs> what else could there be? Is but it you're, older? But you're on kind of the right track. It is older than Evil Dead. Is it older than Evil Dead? What, is it Carrie? I would hazard to guess it's older than Carrie. I don't know that for certain, but I would I would hazard it. Carrie was like 70s. And Evil Dead, I think, was 60s, 80s, 70s. So it was about the same time I period. thought that was the 80s. Evil Dead? I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Just to be Evil safe. Dead may be 80s, but I know I know Carrie 70s. It's older than well, 70s? This is, in, this is in the same time as 70s. Okay. So Same time as 70s? Basically, I just told you it's in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the same time as the 70s. Okay. Yeah, Evil Dead was 81. Okay. So close, but no cigar. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's before the Evil Dead. Yeah. And I'll actually look at the original Carrie, because we do have to distinguish, because Chloe... Chloe Grace Moretz. I haven't seen that one. Love her to death. I own it. It's it's not amazing. I well, prefer Sissy SpaceX version. I was gonna say but... there's um another one I think in between those two as well. Yeah the the rage. No no. It was a sequel. It was that's a sequel. There was another remake. Yeah there was another remake I believe in between those two. I didn't even know that. I believe so. That's gross. I know um, they made a sequel though. Yeah I've seen but, rage. Um, Carrie it's too. actually before Carrie the film. I'm gonna look at when the book came out. Uh, Poltergeist. <gasps> I wish, but no. We're gonna have good guesses, though, at least. Oh, there was a television film in O2. That may be That's the one I'm remembering then. Disgusting. I I, I, know, <laughs> I didn't even know about it. I was gonna say, I know I've seen all Carrie's up until Chloe Grace's one. It's actually before the publishing of Carrie the book. Oh my god. What is before that? I'm like, okay, 70s. Chucky was 80s. Wow, Chucky wasn't even on the list. Definitely, that was 89. Yeah, that wasn't even on the list, though. No, he wasn't. That's why I was like, wait a minute. It's not even my options. Let me know if you need another hint. I need another hint. I have to skip this ad. Give me a second. I don't need no copyright on my video. Thank you. Video. (laughs) My audio. Thank you. Is it this Freddy Krueger? No. Whose song is this, though? Fuck, this is a serial killer song. If it wasn't Jason, it was... Shit. 
Shit. Oh my god. Friday the 13th? No. Oh my god. I know this. You should, because it's like the most iconic horror movie. I know, but I can't think of it because we've got But it's Freddy not Jason. a slasher. It's not a slasher. I thought that was a slasher one. It is very close to like the Halloween theme, but it is not a slasher. Okay, because that's what I was like. It's one of the slashers. I know that. Oh, we already fuck. went through Halloween, so. <laughs> Who is that then? Is it not? I don't think I know. You give up, I guess, then. I give up because I don't know. It is 1973's fuck. The Exorcist. I thought I said that. Oh, I said the poltergeist. Okay. Yeah, you said okay. poltergeist. You didn't say exorcist. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I was like, wait. And then I forgot about the exorcist, honestly. <laughs> I really Exactly. Did. Which is why I disagree. I forget that that's a thing. The only reason I remember when it's a thing is because I believe it would happen in, like, Missouri. And that's the only reason why I remember, like, oh, yeah, the exorcist house is in I Missouri. I will say, of every movie we have talked about tonight. Yeah. That has to be the prime example of it came out at the right time. Because yeah. if The Exorcist came out now, no. it would fall to the same fate as like the autopsy of Jane Doe and The Last Exorcism. It would be shit. Yeah. We think... don't care about exorcism movies. No. And that's, see, that's an interesting thing because I usually don't, but I do like The Exorcism of Emily Rose for some reason. <laughs> see, that's that's just a good movie. Yeah. Though. Okay. Like, it's well done. It, is it went well through done. the right studio yeah that's a triple a movie that's not a a one-off no. independent studio wanted to make some quick books yeah okay so half of the list i, I definitely do not agree with their number one for sure like We're definitely not, not i don't know what i would put right now but yeah ooh. 